0: Welcome to Spiritual and Ambitious. I'm your host, Whitney McNeil. I'm a certified medium and spiritual teacher, and I help spiritual and ambitious souls just like you live your life purpose through your career and attract abundance by connecting into your intuition and spirit guides. Let's get spiritual and ambitious. Welcome to another episode of the Spiritual and Ambitious Podcast. I have a returning guest. She's been on the podcast twice already, and this makes her third appearance, Emily Aarons. Everyone loves Emily's energy on the podcast, and we've always talked about energy, energy alignment. She's answered your questions. But today, we are actually going to be having a discussion about how to become an energy healer and just taking it one step further, how to become an abundant energy healer. So welcome to the podcast, Emily. Thanks for having me back,
1: Whitney. It's always great to be here. And I love, love, love being here. I love your community. Everyone is just so gracious and kind. And I think that's why we just keep doing this, you know we can't get enough of each other and our our communities love one another, so it just makes sense so i love I love being back here. Thank you for having me,
0: yeah, well, this is an important conversation because we are in this kind of flux right now. I think just the energy of the world where so many people are realigning or like just questioning, what do I really want to do? Or what's the next step? I feel a little murky. And many people are being called to step more fully into their purpose, into their mission. And When we're talking about people who are sensitive to energy, you know, sometimes people feel like, oh, I'm just overwhelmed right now in this world. But what's really great is the people that are sensitive to energy can take that and turn it into their superpower and live their purpose with these beautiful abilities that they have. So I wanted to talk to you about energy healing. I mean, we've talked about energy alignment, some great techniques you've talked about on the show but people will ask, you know, Whitney, how do I actually step into the energy world? How do I become an energy healer? Mm -hmm. And those people who've already dabbled in it do want to know, how do I actually build a business from it? And I know that you are the person to ask about this. (laughs) So let's just start at square one. So how would someone become an energy healer? There's a lot of ways I could answer this question.
1: I will start with kind of to Piggyback off of what you said around this sort of climate that we're in. And so, for the last three years, we've been all enduring this global crisis. We've all been also enduring global trauma. And so, I believe that it's also led to us to have this breaking point where we are starting to actually focus on the importance of mental health and we are focused on the importance of our well being. People are having different types of work instead of having to commute every single day. Maybe they get to work from home or like a blend. It's changing the world. And with that, it leads to huge opportunities for coaches, healers, and leaders. And so I'm getting a chill as I say that. It's like, oh my gosh, like all the energy is coming in. It's really important that we understand that this is a really great time that's ripe with opportunities. When you know what to do and you know how to do it, so that being said, your listeners already know me, but for those who are maybe new for the first time, I've been doing energy healing for 23 years. I started right out of high school, went to learning energy healing, massage therapy. I was very broke for about 15 of those 23 years. I was hustling. I was trading my time for money. I was doing chair massage. I was taking side clients. I would have a full-time job, but I have a side business of healing, and I tried Doing the healing work full time, but it never got me the wealth that I was hoping for. When you think, "Oh, it's one hundred and twenty-five dollars for ninety minutes. Wow, that's a great rate!" And then I'll just have to do fifty a week, times four weeks a month, times twelve. And then you're like, "Holy crap! You're totally burning out." If you actually are getting that booked, I wasn't. I had to limit myself. The most when I was twenty-two, I opened my first practice, and I was seeing. Roughly 30 to 40 people a month. So that's still a pretty healthy practice. And even still, I was a full time college student at the time. So, like, I was constantly juggling my time and energy. So, when I finally got to my breaking point, it was about seven years ago when I shifted from the brick and mortar space to helping people online. My practice changed and evolved as well. And so I realized, you know, I've been trained in healing modalities that don't actually require me physically touching people. And when I started to do healing work virtually using Zoom or Facebook Lives, whether it was one on one or in group settings it was just as or even sometimes more powerful. And being able to help people one-on-one is awesome. I always teach my my students, you know, master the one-on-ones before you go into the group because if you can't manage one person's energy, group is going to be a whole different dynamic. But, But part of that was realizing, wow, I can work from home. I can make a flexible work schedule. I have a young kid and now I have two. So being able to have a lifestyle that allowed me time as well as money. And so what a lot of practitioners do, back to your question of how do you become an energy healer, most people find Reiki or they find polarity therapy. I've been training polarity therapy as well as other advanced energy modalities. And most of these modalities, you can find basically anywhere. You can find them locally in your region These things are not as uncommon as they used to be 23 years ago. And there are even online courses that you can take some of these certifications. Now, the problem with so much accessibility with programs and certifications, as you already know, is they're not all great. And even just having this conversation, I know I'm gonna be targeted in ads that offer me breathwork training, sound bowl healing, crystal healing, all of these healings, hypnotherapy healing. Instead of paying four nine seven, I can get it for seven dollars. And I'm telling you, you're never gonna even go through the coursework because you don't value it. And number two, is it really worth? anything if they're giving it away for such little money. Does it compromise the integrity of the actual healing art? I would say yes. And so you can basically, where can you learn? Mostly anywhere. I have created my own certification based on my decades of experience and knowledge and also how to do it both in person as well as virtually. So the cool thing about my modality, which is called the Integrated Energy Alignment Practitioner Training, is it's designed, the name says itself integrated, it's designed to be integrated with other modalities you've already been trained in. So if you're a life coach, if you do tarot cards, if you're a medium, if you read Akashic Records, if you talk to spirit guides, like whatever you already have the training in, it blends perfectly with that. It also stands alone for people who are like, I'm brand new. So I've had students who are forensic scientists, who are teachers, who are in the corporate field and who have no previous energy or trainings or any other certifications. Like this is like day one, first course they've ever taken. And so part of that is because I wanted to appeal to both because I think there's both people who need to be served who need to be brought up the right way. And I believe, maybe this is a little controversial, I believe it's actually very irresponsible for certifications to be given out at such a low cost to help the masses. The intention is fine, but it's diluting the powerful energy that has to come through like deep personal training.
0: Oh yeah, I yeah. agree 100%. I used to teach Reiki- in North Carolina. And then I moved to Sedona and I was very, let's say biased of, it has to be in person because the people would do the work and I, they were able to feel the energy. I was able to teach some aura clearing and all these different techniques. And then when I transitioned my business hundred percent online, people would say, can you teach it online? I'd be like, no, can you refer me to anybody online? No. And actually your program is the first program I've gotten excited about because you're so integrated. Like, (laughs) like it says it's, you know, they have to do the work. They have to actually do it. And also what I like about your program is that they can do in person. They, they also have a flexibility to do distant healing because when I first started my business, it was doing Reiki sessions but I was a little ipped out about like touching people. Isn't that funny? Like I, I know that some people are not for me. I was like, Oh, I got to touch people. I don't know how to do this. I don't feel comfortable with it. And so for me, I would do a mixture of touching and then hovering hands. But of course, there's distant healing and I would offer those sessions. And I really love that you have the integrity with a certification because I 100% believe in that certification process needs to be
1: a certification
0: process. So I'm really glad that you, that you offer that (laughs) random thing and seeing a lot of forensic scientists or people who are interested in this work, you know, and they'll come and say, Hey, I'm very analytical. I'm skeptical, but I'm seeing more and more of people in that area come into this work. So I just thought that was really fun that you said that, but this kind of answers the question is, can anybody yeah. do this? Right. And I believe that everybody can, everybody has the totally. ability, right? Totally. Just like intuition. Yeah. So why do you think that some people feel resistance and stepping into energy healing? What do you feel is like their- To block become there? a
1: healer? Mm-hmm. There could be a number of things, you know, the people who have joined the integrated energy alignment practitioner training iea there are people like who are hairstylists they're like i remember one woman who's about to graduate and she's like the top of the class like she's one of our star practitioners when we first started she was she waited till the very last moment almost before the doors closed Mm -hmm. and she was like i'm not even sure what i'm doing in here we first had our calls our introduction calls and what to expect in the program she started to break down she's like i'm not even sure i'm supposed to do this what am i doing here and part of it is just i shared with her and i would share with anybody who's like you're listening to this for a reason there is some resonance there that says there's there might be something here for me and what i shared with her too is you're here for a reason there's something about this training that is going to open you up to the next level, whether you use it within your hairstylist practice, or you do it separately, or you're just opening and deepening your own spiritual ascension work, this will do it. And the cool thing about the IE training, which I know I've talked to you about, which is, I love this, is that you get both the energetic and the business. So unlike all the Mm -hmm. other certifications that just give you the breathwork training, you might get that breathwork certification, which is fine. It's all good. But more certifications does not equal more clients and more money and anything else. It doesn't guarantee you anything. It's implied because people will say, oh, you can charge this for a breathwork session. Well, good for you. But How are you going to get people? And so the IE training from day one is about getting you clients. You have to do practice sessions. I actually um, offer their practice links to my members and my membership. So people who are already open, they already like it. Here, have some links, get a practice session. They start off free. And then within the certification, I require them to begin charging for their sessions at a low price, which of course, That's another place where people are resistant to charging for sessions. So I help them work through that. Mm -hmm. And then by the end of the certification, they actually have to double their prices or increase them. And so, you know, all of these milestones come through, you know, they're doing months and months of practice sessions. So by the time they start charging, they can charge for their sessions. Again, most certifications, you get your training, you haven't practiced on a single person, and now you're out there doing it maybe probably not. And there are people who I've gotten a lot of amazing (laughs) negative feedback from. And I say amazing because it makes me so happy to see these things so I can know how to help people, which some of the people they'll Mm -hmm. say, well, I just do, let's say Reiki. I just do Reiki for the art of the healing modality. I don't care if I make any money. I don't care if I'm doing free sessions or not." And so for those people who are just here to learn Reiki, to do it on themselves and their dogs, like, I wouldn't encourage you to do my certification because this is for people who are looking to make profitable business. And part of my mission is to impact millions of practitioners to help them become wealthy. And so for the people who are looking at, well, I'm just not, I don't care how much money I make. I think it's total bullshit. Because if you could do what you love, you could have, like I talked about, I work from home, I work the hours I want, I have a backyard farm, I have a really flexible, fluid lifestyle. You and I are friends outside of just podcasting. I take off time, like this is a great living. And it does not mean that I have to trade my time. I'm not working crazy hours. I'm working the hours I want. I have a wonderful team. And I'm able to build and grow and and create impact. And so I really believe this is a time that's ripe for more practitioners, more coaches, more leaders in this industry. And also, like, I know people throw on the word, like, woo all the time. I don't use the word woo, but other like muggles call us mm-hmm. woo you know <laughs> so yeah, they do for the muggles who call us woo like they're seeking us out they're trying to find us when they're you know having a midlife crisis when their health is not well when they're having a breakup with their partner when they're having a job change when they have any major life changes they're going to be looking for alternative healers to help guide them through those changes
0: Oh, absolutely. I love this. And I love that you really gave examples in your life, too, of, hey, I'm not working all the time. I remember when I built my business, when I was doing service-based work and seeing clients, I would work six (laughs) days out of the seven days of the week. And I was seeing like five clients a day. And I loved it but it led me to burnout. So I love how you also teach that you don't have to work. Yeah. It doesn't have to work that way. You know, you can have this freedom. And you're. I really believe that we're meant to live our life in joy, live our purpose in joy, and get paid for our inherent abilities that we have. And also, if you don't feel like you were born into this world, but you feel excited you know, to learn about energy. So if you don't feel like you're already sensitive, you can still grow that. And I believe if that's what you love, then do it and you paid for it. So when we come back after this really quick break, I want to talk to you about the myth about energy healers and why they can't be abundant and why a lot of energy healers or even people who are in the intuitive work Mm -hmm. area, you know, what this, kind of resistances about, oh, I can't make money from that. So we're going to talk about abundance when we come back after this really quick break. As a professional psychic medium, I've done tens of thousands of readings, but I felt a call to move more fully into teaching intuition, but I still get so many requests about doing readings. So while I don't do readings anymore, I have brought in some very trusted colleagues who are now available for live one-hour readings on Zoom. If you would like to book your psychic medium reading, go to messengerofspirit.com forward slash appointments to see our available readers and schedule your Zoom reading today. All right. Thanks for hanging out. I've got Emily Ahrens on the podcast. We're talking about how to become an energy healer, but really how to become an abundant energy healer and how to build a profitable, uh, did I just go over that word? Profitable (laughs) business uh, by doing what you love. So Emily, let's talk about this struggle, this myth around why people say or feel or think that energy healers can't be abundant. They can't be wealthy. They can't build a business. Tell me a little bit more about that and what the struggles are.
1: Yeah, I think that these are some stories that have been passed down generationally and they go back as long as time. And some of the work that I do in my coaching groups, we actually clear the witch wounds and the healer wounds. And I'm not going to go into it in depth here on this podcast because we don't need to make you cry right this second, but there is a resonance there for most practitioners where in some lifetime you were persecuted, you were shunned, you were outcast, you were killed because of your gifts. And I get a chill. I like, as I'm saying this, like people need to remember these things. And so part of that, that's been sort of deep within ourselves and in our our lifetime and our patterns we have to disrupt those patterns. And so what it looks like is healers and practitioners are not seeing their value and seeing their worth and therefore not charging their worth. So for example, there's kind of a ceiling to how much you can charge for certain things, like a massage. You know, No one's gonna pay you $4,000 for a back rub. It's just not gonna happen. I mean, you can try and somebody might get it once. I don't know. But there's kind of a ceiling to how much you can charge for that. There's only so much transformation that's possible. However, when you are able to access deeper places and create deeper transformations and identify what that transformation is, sometimes that can be invaluable. It can be life-changing. I'm sure you've had clients where something that you've done or said in a session has changed the whole trajectory of their life, their relationships, their income, their body, like you name it. And so part of charging is understanding that that is enormously valuable. And so part of what I teach my clients is how to start gathering that data from day one so that they can see, number one, who am I attracting already in my practice sessions? What did they come to me for? What result did they get? And starting to articulate and really see this connection like I produced a result. A lot of practitioners don't see themselves as producing a valuable result and also realizing that they themselves are the value. A lot of practitioners also think that they are getting measured and judged about every single thing that they do. So they get hypersensitive, like, oh, was that good? Did you like that? Was it nice? Instead of affirming and trusting this client in front of me, they're going to get exactly what they require, no matter what. And so then it opens up the session for spirit to just kind of come in and take the wheel and let the session go like banana sandwiches, like just so unbelievably amazing. And so, you know, knowing that you're the value, allowing yourself to deepen that with your clients by trusting that your work is absolutely amazing. It comes with time. You have to build your confidence. Like the hairstylist and the scientist, when they started my training, they were definitely like bottom of the barrel. I have no confidence in myself, my abilities. Is this even working? Does anybody like me? Is this good or bad? by the second month, their confidence already rose. By the third month, they were like, I am amazing. Now it's time to charge because I can actually do this thing and I'm getting results from real people. And so it's like, by the time the six month training is over, then they're like, they're good. They're confident they are able to charge. And the cool thing about this type of work or integrating with what work you're already doing, there is really no limit there really is no limit for what you can charge based on th- what you can bring as far as the the value of the transformation. so somebody so i work with coaches, healers and leaders, you know, all these entrepreneurs the result that my clients want is to make more money. i have clients who work with people who are perfectionists. And they want to stop being perfectionists. They want to let go of that. And so that's a different type of measurable result, but it's still a result nonetheless. There are people who want to create more peace and calm. And so their sessions are about getting clarity and that peace and calm. But what that result looks like is different for each practitioner. So part of why we're undercharging is because we're undervaluing ourselves and also thereby when we undervalue ourselves, other people undervalue us. And there's these like age-old stories of like, you really can't do what you love and make a good living. And so part of it is mindset work, breaking up with the broke healer paradigms, breaking up with the stuff that's been going on for generations within you, but also clearing and breaking up with the stories that are happening within you and your families and the relationships right now. So you can actually go, it can be both and. I can be both super abundant and do healing work. I can be a healer and impact people on a m- huge Goliath level. Um, and so we see people like Oprah Winfrey, like Vishen Lakiani. We see people who are doing light work in the world and are incredibly wealthy. So it doesn't have to be an, an either or. And part of it is really just mindset. like. We think that it can only be at a certain level, but that's not a truth. And when we start to look around, we start to see there are astrologists and human design people and coaches, both life coaches, business coaches, physical coaches, like people who are charging a lot of money to work with them five figures, mm-hmm. six figures to work with them. Mm-hmm. It's not uncommon these days. And with being able to do basically our work anywhere, we can create whatever we want. We can create virtual healing sessions. We can create in-person healing sessions. We can create retreats. We can create all sorts of packages and experiences. But if we were only trained in a brick and mortar, only charging up to $120 for sessions, like the ceiling is right there and there's not much wiggle room. And so I'm loving being able to introduce the concept like you can do it, you can go anywhere with this. There's so much flexibility, which might be daunting for some people, might not be for everybody
0: either. You know, I think it's a great conversation because sometimes people get hung up on, well, wanting that, wanting that life or wanting that wealth isn't that bad, which is a mindset yeah. block and issue of capping your life and. Instead of thinking about the monetary value, Mm -hmm. think about the freedom, the joy, the time, the impact that I was just having this conversation the other day with someone. And I was saying, you know, it's okay to take care of yourself and to make sure your bills are paid and to even have more than that, because that would leave balance in your life And if you're not having balance, you're not charging enough, you're basically leaving your client out of balance in a way. So all those things, so much to dive into, which I'm sure you do inside your program, but I know you've got a workshop coming up. So would you tell everybody how to attend what that's about? Yeah, I would love to. So it's for people who are kind of feeling this
1: message already. You're wanting to create more wealth within your current business or create maybe a new career path as a practitioner. And the workshop is called Breaking Up with Broke. It's ushering a new era for impact-driven coaches, healers, and leaders. And this is basically an information session for the IEA training. So for, like I said, if you're already trained and you already do a modality or two, and you're like, yeah, but I'm not making the money I've worked with Akashic Records and mediums and psychics and Reiki practitioners, like you name it, people who've been doing it for sometimes a decade or more, sometimes two decades, and just not making any money. Like, I really want to make this work, but I have no idea what I'm doing. This kind of training w- really would be for you. Likewise, people who are brand new and like, I really want to start a new career path or a new side hobby or whatever it is or just deepen my spiritual practices and really hold space for clients in a whole different way, this would definitely be for you. It's for people who are really ready to take themselves seriously. The IEA training is, <laughs> is the opposite of those like clickbait certifications that you get for $7. It's about integrity, 100%. So essentially our graduates are people who have been with the program for six months. They've done all of the modules. They've done all their practice sessions. They've done student clinics. They have done Q&A calls. They have showed up to do group healings and work on strangers in our student clinic. They have really gone through all of the steps so that they are truly the best of the best, not just energetically with the work that they do, but also as a business person. And that's that, That's not for everybody. So to get the workshop, Breaking Up With Broke, you just head over to the wait list for the IEA training, which I know you'll give your special link in the show notes. All the information for the IEA training is there. So once you get on the wait list, we will send you a special invite to the Breaking Up With Broke workshop. And uh, it's gonna be an exclusive invite list. We're We're not inviting everybody and anyone it's really just for people who are ready to take that next step and really take themselves seriously to create that new level of wealth in their life.
0: Mm. I love that. I'm very excited about this program. I truly have not been excited about any kind of certification, any kind of online healing, anything until you told me about this. And I just feel like it's so important because I know so many out there feel like, well, I'll just I'll just get this new, you know, thing, but they still, like you said, don't know how to build a business. And I love that you provide everything kind of under one roof in a sense. And it's so packed with integrity of the healing work and making sure that the people who are taking it actually are doing it and know what they're doing. So please, if you feel just really called, you want to learn more, You can go to messengerspirit.com forward slash Emily and all the details about her workshop will be there. Or you can just look at the show notes, click the link and there you go. So thank you, Emily, so much for being here on the podcast yet again and sharing your light. Are there any last things that you want to share?
1: Well, I would just say this. Some of the things that we think we're doing in our business, we're not. And so as you guys hear me talking about like how we might be hiding, not showing up, might be charging our worth, there are so many different things that you can start to look at within yourself on a deeper level, but also on a more superficial level with how you're showing up. So for practitioners who have a personal brand, which is probably everybody listening, if you have a Facebook business page or an Instagram page My one piece of advice that you can take action on right now would be to update your profile picture. The reason why I say this is because it's one of the number one things that I see that's missing or wrong with spiritual folks. And usually it makes me giggle a little bit because it's always the same thing. It's a lotus flower. It's a beautiful quote. It's a seascape. It is not connecting with your soulmate clients. So do yourself and all of your future clients a big favor. Get your hair fixed the way you like. Do whatever you need to do for your top. Go take a selfie, looking in the camera, like eyes in the camera. Really just share your authentic self. Okay? No more hiding. Because people need to see you. They need to find you and they need to connect with you. If your stream is full of quotes and static images, there's an obvious disconnect with why you are doing what you're doing. If you are truly here to make an impact and help people in any way, you've got to allow them in. And Part of that is really just to be seen. It's safe to be seen. It's safe to be visible. And it's allowing people to connect with you. And this is one of the number one things people do to self-sabotage is like, you're there, but you're also totally hiding in plain sight. So please do that. And if you want an extra bonus step, connect with people who are already your followers or who are on your email list and let them know that you are available I promise you, you'll start to make more connections. And with more connections, you will start to increase your profits.
0: So hopefully that can be a helpful tip for people they can take action on. (laughs) Oh, it is. Thank you so much for saying that. I really believe the energy in your photo really does attract your aligned clients as well. This is so good. Well, thank you, Emily and for everyone out there listening, take the workshops. It's going to be amazing. You know that you're in good hands with Emily. And I will be back next week with a brand new episode. But until then, here's to stay spiritual and ambitious. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And if you loved it, would you please share it with a friend? I would also love your review. And a reminder to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can find me at messengerspirit.com. And you can take the Four Intuitive Languages quiz and find show notes there too. If you want to connect on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram, you can find me at Messenger of Spirit. I'll meet you right here next week. Here's to Stand Spiritual and Ambitious.
1: This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM.